1: And welcome to episode 75 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast,
2: we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything
1: in between. Yeah, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So sit back, relax, and let's get
2: it started. Yes, so our very first segment, per usual, is Hot Topics, a.k.a. BBC Shanice. And Shanice is going to give us a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So, Shanice, spill the tea.
1: Okay. So, strict rules and dating bans for trainees were discussed on Known Bros. I just thought this was really interesting. I don't know if it's newsworthy, but it's news to me. Mm. So... Oh My Girls Mimi and Sunghee spoke on the strict rules they had to adhere to in the past on Knowing Bros. During the show, Mimi and Sunghee talked about their company's rules from their training days back before they debuted in 2015. They said, We were strictly forbidden from using makeup, including lip colour. We weren't allowed to wear shorts or mini skirts that came above the knee. They were very strict with female trainees. If you got Mm -hmm. caught dating, you'd be kicked out. get kicked out right away they went on to share that the company had been just as strict after the debut recalling that they weren't even allowed to make eye contact with male idols in the hallway in, in the hallways at broadcasting stations so they had to basically turn around and face the wall if someone was coming past so their managers would be like, turn around. And then they would have to face the wall. Sunny added, and whenever we went to the bathroom, we had to go in pairs whilst holding hands.
2: Oh my God.
1: I'm sorry. This is ridiculous because I bet no, the male trainees didn't have to turn around and face the wall.
2: I, I understand like companies have a certain goal and culture comes into it and what isn't isn't okay. But whenever you repress someone from doing something that much... Does it not make them want to do it more? Want to do it more, yeah. Um, But also like the psychological impact that can have on someone like that, uh, that's intense.
1: That is so intense. And it just makes you think what are some of the strict rules and what does the dating ban entails now in terms of contracts today? Because obviously this was a while back. Hopefully Mm. things have, slightly loosened up, but it might be even worse. We we will never know. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) I mean, I get, you know, you don't want your idols to date. You don't want that whole business and pleasure line to be blurred. But I feel like there's certain ways to go about it. Yeah.
2: Like, I think it's one thing setting a rule or a company standard. But when you start, like, infringing on people's, like, freedom and mental health and... Because that could give someone anxiety. Like, say whenever they're, like, too close to a male idol or... People in general, they could be like, oh, like this could end up getting this X result or yeah. X outcome, and that could give them like underlining issues. So,
1: anyways, moving on. Block B's PO and Day 6 One Pill have enlisted in the military. One Pill, what? Yep. One so, Pill's ordered. What? Girl, you better calm down. <laughs> Maybe he this, uh, I don't know how old he is. Oh I thought one pill was the magnet, thing, no? Let's Google. Hang on. Please hold. <laughs> Ninety four, yeah, basically. Ninety-four, twenty seven. Oh, okay, so he's the right age, but oh, that's that's sorry, that maybe I overreacted, but that was just
2: shocking.
1: <laughs> I don't know if he's he must, still might be the youngest. I don't I don't know.
2: Day six oh. has been a,
1: around for a while. For a bit, yeah, true. You just forget sometimes because you don't really see them that much. And maybe. he, he
2: like looks really young, like at least in my head, he looks super young.
1: But anyway, they've enlisted, <laughs> they are both the group's last members of each of their groups enlist in the military. So, yeah, all the others have. She. Okay. <laughs> so in order to prevent the spread of COVID, the two idols enlisted privately and quietly. P.O. continued filming for TVN's Amazing Saturday until right before his enlistment. On his Instagram run by his agency, Pio uploaded a photo of himself enlisting with his fresh new cut. Ew. The caption reads, Come back safely, Jihoon. Which is his real name mm-hmm. one pill held his photo concert this past weekend during the concert one pill shared i will treasure the precious support within my heart and come back without getting hurt on day six instagram photos of one pill enlisting were uploaded along with the caption we will bravely overcome the hiatus that's my day and one pill right i'll be back so Aww. yeah cute lovely Lovely job, there. And last but not least, do you remember, I don't know how long ago I said this, maybe a couple of weeks ago, Um, I said that there may be a Snoop Dogg and BTS collab yes, yeah. in the works. Well, according to Snoop Dogg, it's official. The AV Club reported that Snoop Dogg had previously confirmed that he would be collaborating with BTS on new music, but that he was waiting for BTS to reveal the details in public. The BTS experience you keep talking about, said the American rapper, I'm going to let them tell you about it. <laughs> However, he did state that the collab was a sure thing, commenting, it's official like a referee with a whistle. That is such a good thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes on to say, I love that entertainment world. It's good music. It's a vibe. I make good music. They make good music. And we end up doing this. This is what it's always about, bringing our world together. Which mm. I like. I like that. Snoop Dogg, of course, is no stranger to K pop. Having worked with Girls Generation, um, this is back when they released The Boys. I'm Twenty One, I know they did a performance, Sigh mm. with Hangover, and Wants to X with a song called How We Do from the SpongeBob movie. So he ain't new to this, he true to this. So mm. can't wait to It'll be interesting what it is hopefully it's more hip-hop because we like we like bts and the hip-hop bag. but hip-hop. we never know we never know We never know i never know with bts anymore mm. so oh. yeah that is hot topics hot hot topics if there's any stories you want us to talk about sing about dance about <laughs> make sure you hit us up on socials at how you at you okay moving on to our next segment called say what <clears throat> Damn, I you forgot to breathe uh, Where you <laughs> send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories, what tea You can send that to how you tea at gmail.com That's howyoutea at gmail.com Or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk Forward slash you at you So Shay, take it away Okay, so our very first
2: unpopular opinion for today is are BTS people's dream collab or is it a dream for the clout? Because half of these artists be lying. I said what I said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> this person is choosing violence. To <laughs> be honest, I kind of agree with this opinion. Uh huh. I really do. Um, I do feel there are some people that generally do love what BTS um, produce... Like, they don't produce rubbish. They, they no, don't produce no, no. subpar things. It's just, I don't believe every person's dream collab is BTS. I feel like mm-hmm. it's just the right thing to say at this moment because, of course, having BTS on your resume looks good. Yeah. It does. Yeah, no, I agree.
2: Obviously, there are those people that genuinely want to work with them and you can usually tell by how the project is followed through and the communication, like... Even though she didn't work with the whole group, when I think about like Becky G working with yes. um J-Hope, that seems so genuine and it was lovely, it was reciprocated on both sides. But then there are some other collabs that they've done, and it's just Jason like Jason. I said it. It's giving PR relationship.
1: Jason is different. He's he's special. We'll just we'll we'll leave it at that. Yep. Yeah. You can always tell as well, not even just how the project follows through, but what happens afterwards.
2: Exactly, and how they talk about, well, you, in any situation, each other. But typically, how you see the Western artists talking mm. about them is like, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, no. So we agree with that. They're not always people's dream collab. Sometimes it sometimes it is a clout thing, but then there are those people that genuinely want to work with them because I think. The unique thing about BTS and a lot of K-pop artists in general, it, it isn't just a style of music that you're wanting to work with, it's the overall experience that they create, like it's the yeah. concert experience, is the fan culture, like there's so much to it and some people... Are really excited about being able to dip into that in a really positive way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so we agree with you.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Our next unpopular opinion is why Koreans downgrading Southeast Asians when, in fact, they are Asian too, but look highly to white people? Sorry for my bad grammar. English is not my native
1: language. That's fine. That's completely fine. We, 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 we get understood. It. We get what mm-hmm. you mean. I think it's kind of hard for us to say anything. Mm because we're not Southeast Asian, so there might be, like, certain nuances that we may miss. Yeah. Um, I don't know what exactly you're referring to, if there's, like, a certain situation that's triggered this opinion. Mm.
2: I can think of one example and okay. correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I'm not trying to speak in anyone's place, so we want to hear from you guys. If you want to elaborate or specifically um, go into something, let us know in the comments or... Um, email us but I remember that I don't know what you would call it but there was that trend that would go that was going around that the music kind of sounds sounded similar to like South East Asian music and it was kind of a meme and people kind of taking the biscuit and like Mm -hmm. a lot of idols done it and I know a lot of South um, Asian people were upset about that because it was quite disrespectful or sometimes where bits of their culture is taken and maybe like put in music videos as a prop. Or like as this core thing and it's taken out of context where it could have religious meaning or um, all different backings. I think that's quite disrespectful. And I don't know if that tied, ties in directly with being downgraded or what this person yeah. was talking about. But I've seen a lot of Southeast Asian people and South Asian people be quite upset about those situations. And I think a lot of the time with POCs, like we're not against other people utilizing our culture or being involved but it's the manner that it's done in. Is it done in a respectful way? I've seen idols that have worn traditional South Asian clothing and like saris and stuff in a very respectful manner. One example would be, I think Alexa done a performance when she actually went to India, I think that's where she was. And she learned like one of their traditional dances and wore the clothes in a respectful way. And that's completely fine. I think that transition, that translates into any culture. Like you just want to be represented correctly in a respectful way um but yeah that that's what came to mind when I thought of this
1: and I don't think it's like a Korean thing I think it's a world a world thing in a sense Mm -hmm. of typically a lot of lighter skinned peeps will look down on darker skinned peeps because Mm -hmm. there's that whole notion of you know the 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 dark skinned people were lower class and We work outside, hence why we're dark and red. Mm -hmm. So it might be something along those lines too. Again, we can't really speak on this because I don't know. I personally haven't seen it, Uh, but I could be wrong. It's it's separated from the whole like appropriation um, Mm. factor of it all. But I think that's a
2: good point that you made, like the whole like hierarchy thing, because it kind of reverts back to class, where people associate darker people to being lower class um, in certain environments. So, yeah, we'd love for you to expand on this, or if you want to give us a bit more perspective, because we're open to learning ourselves and to anyone listening, it might be quite helpful for them as well. Um, And then our last unpopular opinion for today is, I feel like K-pop should be more inclusive in terms of who they let debut. Why don't we see idols with disabilities? And two, I was so shocked when I found out that JK wasn't the visual in BTS and that he apparently doesn't fit the Korean beauty standard. Okay, so the first part of that, I feel like we should see... I feel like K-pop should be more inclusive in terms of who we see debut and why don't we see idols with disabilities? I feel... Hmm. Yes, in general, it can maybe be... More inclusive, and it depends on how you define disability. Because there are disabilities that you can't see, and there are yeah, exactly. We don't disabilities know that you are can actually see. Actually,
1: someone that exactly
2: they just may um,
1: not be comfortable to disclose that.
2: And I, um, and, and once again, don't cancel us and correct us politely. Obviously, there's a difference between like disabilities and illnesses to some extent. But there are, I know there are some idols that are quite open. Um about learning difficulties and different long term illnesses and disabilities that they have. Um, but if you mean people with like maybe more visual disabilities in terms of um people with missing ligaments or other things like that or Down syndrome,
1: um, yeah. But what are your thoughts, um, Shanice? Yeah, as I said as I I didn't say anything, I think I said it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we don't know if there are actual idols that do have disabilities but they just haven't disclosed it to the public
0: because
1: mm. as you said there are disabilities that aren't necessarily visual I also think as well and again I could be wrong don't cancel me Korea they're still quite conservative and they mm. still can be in some cases or oh, this might be Ooh, they may be a little bit behind in a sense of it's only recently that certain idols have been comfortable explaining talking about like mental health to be honest I wouldn't yeah. say it's a career thing it's a, I think it's a world thing I think it's only been recent that people have been able to be like oh I suffer from um, panic disorder um,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: I have anxiety or depression I think it's that's really been like a recent thing and maybe within the next couple of years we may see more inclusivity in terms of maybe more physically um like more physical what's the word um, in disabilities that are visible basically yeah, yeah, but then at the same time you have to think there might be there might be just people that just don't want to do it exactly well. like it's a spectrum there are like
2: one it's quite intense yeah, like it's a, it's a lot because like one even the fact that still to this day, even though we associate different. A different idea and picture with it we refer to these artists as idols meaning that they're meant to be this like perfect image that you look up to and aspire to be like so there's that wanting to keep that sort of perfect image then there's the personal element of whether someone wants to be defined by their disability or perceived exactly. based on what they have or experience and then i think it's also doing a bit of research sometimes because there are actually a lot of idols, artists, and celebrities that do talk about their disabilities or diseases. Um, like, some have learning difficulties, like I said before. So there are some out there. But if you're wanting to see more physical disabilities, I think that might be some time before we see that. Because it, even, like, mental health stuff, like you said, Shanice, that was quite taboo up until yeah. recently. It was like, we just sort it of brushed kind it under the rug. Is. Yeah,
1: so... Mm. and you have to remember as well it's not even the fact of it will probably we'll probably see this more coming into light with maybe a smaller company that does their training system differently want to take a different approach because I really can't see someone that already goes through a lot for their day-to-day to to then Mm. kind of go through the rigorous training processes of become an idol and then on top of that it's not even not training being a trainee doesn't guarantee that you're gonna debut and become an idol in the first place
2: exactly and also it's there might also be a practical side to this in terms of if you have a chronic or really difficult physical disability how is that gonna affect your ability to perform because Let's be honest, being an idol is intense and you're constantly on the move. So if you have something that's quite a serious disability, you, a company might not want to take the risk of worsening that for you. Um, but yeah. I know, th- I, I can't name names and maybe we can revisit this, but I know there's like idols that have like scoliosis and other things. Um, and just because like, it, it's not visible. It, yeah, just because it isn't visible or isn't obvious, and we shouldn't sort of say it doesn't exist, but yeah. I understand I understand what you mean. Like, it, it would and be also, nice.
1: And also, I don't think it's a K-pop thing either. I think, and again, we could be wrong because maybe we're not, we, we can't see everyone. On mm. this. But if you think about like even the Western side, I can't think of someone that, that's not like a Stevie Wonder or a Ray Charles that has like a visible disability True in, in the in the forefront like today anyway I, and again I could be wrong I could be I could be missing stuff and I still as I said I still think like Korea has a long way to go in terms of for, and again it's up to the idols up to the artists for example them revealing their sexuality for example like a, okay we have Holland but no disrespect to the man what is he doing um hmm. like openly. No gay idols or openly... So, uh, an idol feeling safe to be like, hey, I'm trans or whatever. There's no... There, there's still that whole spectrum of... Because of how the public will perceive... And it may be for the own mental health, like, I don't need to put myself through this. Yeah.
2: And, like, it's a double-edged sword because as much as people cheer for wanting diversity and wanting to see more of a spectrum in any profession, people also love and and love to consume and observe perfection as well yeah because when you do see diversity in k-pop maybe when like i'm very light diversity like say a female idol gains some weight it's what you asked for but she she gets backlash oh my gosh like x y and z or she looks this like i've seen some really horrible and gruesome things uh, about female idols, even male idols, or when people do open up about their mental health or their disabilities and what's going on. So, yes, it's nice to see, but to an artist, an individual or a company, it's like, at what cost? Yeah. Okay, and then on to the second part of this person's um, unpopular opinion. They said... I was so shocked when I found out that JK wasn't the visual in BTS, and that he apparently doesn't fit the Korean beauty standard.
1: Well, I want to say when JK debuted, he was a child. <laughs> so, they don't usually make the child the visual, because JK was still growing into his head and his face, yeah. if we're being honest. Like, he was he was never a bad looking lad, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, he was still growing and I know, like, Jin is the self-proclaimed
2: visual, but does... From, like... I know BTS have, like, positions like rapper, vocal. Does, do they
1: have a visual position? I feel like it would be Jin, but I don't know if that's, like, his official official title. If it isn't, he's done a good job at marketing that. <laughs> I, feel <laughs> but... like it, I feel like it is Jin. And I Maybe. feel like people are looking at BTS what they look like now. And it's like, you need to go back and... Mm. As I said, not saying that they were ugly before because they weren't, but from a Korean lens, right? Jimin back in the day, he wouldn't have got visual. He'll get mm-hmm. visual now. he probably, every, everyone could probably take the visual card now because they know their style. They know, they, they were still, they are growing. Like, they don't know what clothes look good on them yet. What's They're trying everything and anything out to see what sticks, what fits, what what gets the juices going? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really shock me to be honest, especially with J.K. Because I'm like J.K. was a child, so yeah. Like it's it's gonna sound bad to say this, but the visual in a group from
2: the get go is like meant to be your thirst trap person, like the person. Yeah, the
1: that. That's, yeah. It's like, and it if it was a kid, in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I understand. I can understand for any lens that it could be shocking that because I think even to this day, like they're all gorge and like completely amazing hmm. but i don't what is the korean beauty standard
1: now has it changed i guess not really but i guess with each generations it all it will always change slightly yeah because i feel like even if i don't know the group and you showed me a picture i feel like i could pick out who the visual is most be, of the time yeah I don't know what it is. I I I couldn't be like, oh, they need to have a square jaw and blah, blah, blah. I I, d- I don't know what it is. I don't know what the criteria is. Mm. I just feel like, oh, this person. Yeah, I, I I don't know what it is. Not necessarily saying that that's what drew me to that because half the time it's not the visuals that draw me to a group. No, yeah. It's usually I don't know. It's, most of the time it's like a rapper or something. I don't know. But um, I, and I'm talking about looking at a picture and not knowing what each member does. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this person looks interesting. And well, like off. you can usually, even if it isn't the person that has like
2: the official visual position, you can usually tell who they're like, I don't know how what you would call it, but you can tell like who their pretty boy is in the group. Not a pretty boy, maybe that's the wrong word. But mm-hmm. you can tell who like maybe is the most popular member, quote unquote, or like mm-hmm. the one that
1: attracts a lot of people. And then we also, it, it, this draws back to the next, an unpopular opinion that we had before about idols looking better in person Mm. maybe sometimes in person it's like whoa this person's energy (laughs) like they're all good looking but this there's something special about this person don't know what it is that's drawn me to them because I would like to say that for example I think with was it got seven I don't know if it was got seven but there was a period of time, or it could still be a, the case now, where a lot of people were drawn to Mark at one point. Oh, really? And I was like, they, don't get me wrong, everyone's like good looking, mm. but I personally didn't get it in a sense of compared to everyone else. Like, I didn't get This sounds like I'm saying he's ugly compared no, to everyone no, else. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying, yeah. but like, I just. But then I was speaking to someone that actually saw him live. And they're like, no, I actually get it now. Mm. Like, there's just something alluring about him. There's, he looks 10 times better in person, even though he looks the same, but he looks 10 times better. So, again, it could be like an in person thing as well. Yeah,
2: it's a whole bunch of everything. I think JK's great. He's a good lad. He's <laughs> a yeah, <it's> good lad. <laughs> I don't know why I like say
1: that. And does he even want to be the visual? <laughs> I, I, think I, think I think he's fine. I think he's fine. I think BTS are happy that Jin loves to take that title. Exactly. I feel like maybe, like Jin, if if it was like J hope, maybe J hope wouldn't mind too much because J hope is quite, he's quite funny. But I feel like everyone else just wants to like, yeah, take it. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: it's 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 very much him, um, but. Just because someone has the visual position like you said it wouldn't always just be based off of their physical appearance it might be an energy thing or a vibe thing or someone that's like mm-hmm. really good at like drawing people in and all the members might have that but it's like the one that wants to do that full time <laughs>
1: um but <laughs>
2: <yeah>. <laughs> Why did i just think of that clip i think it was of key and he had come to london and he told this lady, I was like, oh, I'm in a K-pop group. And she was like, oh, sing for me. And he was like, no, my
1: position is the visual. <laughs> <laughs> I love key honestly I
2: you. Uh, yes but thank you so so much to everyone that submitted those unpopular opinions if you have any unpopular opinions dilemmas or thoughts that you want to share with us make sure to send them over to us on socials you can find us everywhere at Hallyu at you you can email the, them in to HallyuT at or you can leave them anonymously on Shanisa's website which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash Hallyu at you and now it's time for on the radar. So me and Shanice gonna let you know if there's been anything that we've been listening to, watching, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? Oh,
1: no, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. Aww. It's just, it's just vibes up here. Um, I think the only thing that's on my radar is probably, and I really want to do it, but just, just because. I should post something. Um that song that G Idol has that my in my bag. My bag in my bag song. I don't think I've heard that. And it's just like so young twerking. <laughs> well she's trying. The attempt is nice. <gasps> um that like, it's part of the choreography. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's 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 catchy. The the chorus is quite catchy, not gonna lie. Nice.
2: So yeah, I guess that, I guess. On my radar, well, I'm watching a business proposal, which I love. I need to stop saying this every week. Um, (laughs) It really makes you look forward to Mondays, which is very strange. (laughs) But um, yeah, love that. Um, What else on my radar? There's, I think it's a YouTube video. I need to go try find it. And apparently it's like these teenagers and like everyone's separated by panels and there's like a celebrity in like a group chat with them and they have to figure out who's the celebrity and like one episode jay parkson or something something. yeah yes um so it, it looked funny so i might have to check that out um i think that's basically
1: what's been on my radar yeah anyways guys that's it Thank you for listening to How You At You. And remember
2: that you guys can send any of your unpopular opinions to us on socials, or you can leave them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash
1: how you at you. I've been Shanice from Kpopbox. You can follow me on stuff at kpopbox <laughs> underscore.
2: And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You can follow me on socials at The Kway everywhere. It should come up. Thank you. Yes, thank you.
1: And until next time, oh, we will holla at you. Bye.
0: Bye. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.